Welcome everyone to the inaugural episode of Drinking with Tom. I'm uh, your first mate, Ian Robertson, but uh, here with us today is the captain of this ship, Tom Kubiak. How are you, Tom? I'm well, Ian. Thanks for having me. This is an awesome, awesome opportunity to be able to sit down, share a drink with you, and have some interesting conversation. Yeah, so, you know, it's funny. Um, this podcast came out of another podcast that I do where uh, That's true. we had a segment, Drinking With, and we drink with Jay Wynn, and we drank with you, and then we thought, hey, this would be cool. And actually, if I remember right, on that episode when we were going to do the podcast for your for your Inspector Toolbout, I had watched a few of them, and I said, I, I want to be on the Drinking With the <laughs> episode. <laughs> well, and so it fits. So now we have a podcast that we drink together and talk about stuff. So That's excellent. Yeah, I mean, it's a great podcast format, right? So in the spirit of our new podcast format, what are you drinking, Tom? So I'm drinking, I'm a scotch man, and I think, you know, as our podcast goes on, you'll see me focusing on that more. I'm I'm a scotch man, so I have an 18-year-old tomatin, which is a a nice balanced scotch, a little caramely, um, no smoke, no peat, just a, but still it's a little stronger than uh, a younger scotch. So hang on, a scotch with no peat? Is like a Scott with no kilt. It's just not the same, man. <laughs> you would say that just coming back from Scotland. <laughs> yeah, I was just there. Nobody wore a kilt and it upset me. But so a non. Yeah, I'm not a peated Scotch person. You 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 are, but I'm not. Oh my goodness! If I could grab a wad of peat out of the ground and just suck on it, it would be amazing. I love peated Scotch. <laughs> no, I don't. I have a lot of them, but I I don't ever choose them. Yeah, and just to create a word picture for all of you listening in, Tom's basement is kind of like, have you ever gone into a liquor warehouse? (laughs) It's kind of like that. (laughs) (laughs) That's an accurate description. (laughs) People have just given you so much liquor and wine and stuff over the years, and it's kind of like you throw it over your shoulder and it lands on the pile, you know? That's exactly what happens. (laughs) (laughs) But you have some amazing stuff down there. So tell me the name of that again. So this is a tomatin, T-O-M-O-T-I-N, or T-O-M-A-T, something like that, and it's an 18-year-old. Okay. And actually, I this is the first time I'm having this one. I opened the bottle to drink it tonight, so. Oh, nice. Cracking it open yeah. for our first episode. Cracked it open for our first episode. And just so everyone yeah. knows, if you look in the transcript of our podcast, we're going to put down what we're drinking each night, and if applicable, a link to it, and then that way you can kind of, uh, if you want to try something, go for it. Speaking of which, what are you what are you drinking? I am drinking my flagship drink. Uh, it is my favorite. Uh, this actually, I have to say, second favorite. This is an eleven year, um, uh, eleven year Lagavulin, very peaty, very peaty. Oh. Um, Probably because you have a, you're having a hard time getting the twelve. No, getting the sixteen's hard. Yeah, or getting the sixteen. Okay, yeah. But I tell you what, um, this is. Almost my favorite. Uh, this was given to me by a friend of mine, and it, it was just—it's just delicious. It's the Nick Offerman charred oak version, and <laughs> it's just—it's delightful. It's almost as good as the sixteen, which I was kind of like, "Wow, okay, yeah, that was well worth it." Yeah, and and that's saying a lot too, because the sixteen Lagavulin is like one of the most desirable peated scotches. Like that, everybody who drinks peated scotch wants to drink the sixteen old Lagavulin. Oh, that's the it, that's like the classic standard. It's amazing. You know what you can find a lot of though is the eight year. It's not it doesn't have it though. Yeah. The longer it sits, the better it gets. Yeah. 
That's true. <laughs> most of the time. Not all the time, but most of the time. Oh, yeah, most of the time. There's what we're drinking tonight. Hopefully everybody else has something good to drink. So what are we going to be talking about on this podcast, Tom? What, what's going to be our theme? So, Ian, I think we're going we're gonna to focus some of our conversation on topics that interest you and I. And I think they're going to be topics that interest other people, too. And it's going to be a wide range of topics. Like you and I, as we're coming up with the the ideas for some of the things we're talking about, it ranges from barbecue, smoking, to what you need to think about when buying an RV. Like stuff that we personally have experienced over the past few years and and the funny stories and, and uh, research that we did into making decisions, you and I. And hopefully by sharing that, it'll be interesting to people and maybe even help them make some good decisions. You know, it's funny too. I thought of an idea for an episode. We should do an episode where we bring like a medical professional or like a physical trainer on to talk to us about why drinking is bad for you. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to be involved in that episode. (laughs) I'm going to drink through it. I just, I thought it'd be a good idea to do. (laughs) They can tell us all the things that we're doing wrong right now in our, in our health lives. (laughs) Exactly. Do you know what that log of wool is doing to you? Making me happy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> See, here's the thing. You can you can choose to not drink or, or not drink, you know, or drink moderately and enjoy your life. And I think I'm opting for the second. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> it's, it's all about keeping it in moderation, but uh, I don't know. There's nothing wrong with having a nice little glass of Lagavulin. I'm actually drinking it out of a glass here. I noticed that. I saw that in your camera. So you have one of those um, Scott or whiskey drinking glasses. What are they What they call it? I don't know what they call them, but they're shaped like a miniature wine glass that got stretched out yeah. and pinched at the top. They're designed to make the the aroma the of the scotch a pe- more appealing. And also they take out some of the harsh flavors, I think, too, I read. Yeah, they, they do quite a bit. And this is why we have Tom on. This is why it's called Drinking with Tom, by the way, because uh, originally we were going to call this um, Tom Explains Stuff to Ian because he just knows things. And it's just, it's funny. He's like, I need to prepare her. You don't need to prepare. He's he's literally describing to me how this glass works that I'm drinking out of. <laughs> it's true. But, but yeah, it's um, yeah, it's a specialty kind of whiskey glass that they make you drink out of when you do tastings. But I thought it was cool. It's from this place called Powers Court Distillery. Uh, it's in okay. it's in Scotland or no Ireland. I take that back. And uh, they made some really amazing stuff. Um, over there. Was it Scotch or Irish Irish whiskey? With Irish whiskey. Yeah, no. Irish whiskey. Okay. The Irish say that the Scots ruined whiskey when they told them how to make it because they added oh. they added peat. Because <laughs> so the Irish actually, interestingly enough, so the Irish lay out all of their grains and they let them air dry basically. So it's a slow drying process after what's that called, Tom? Um, when it molts. The mal- when it, malting. Yeah, yeah, when it molts. So it kind of sprouts a little bit. They let it air dry. And it makes a nice, okay. easy, even flavor. They have multiple stills so that they distill it multiple times. The Scots were impatient. And I'm Scottish by, you know, lineage, whatever, so I can make fun of my own people. Yeah. But they're like, oh, you need to get this going faster. So they got some peat and started burning it. And this, the Irish are like, you ruined the whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, but now Scotch is a bigger... <laughs> It's a bigger appeal. Yeah. It, yeah. It, and it, but I, the Irish whiskey has that malted taste to it. Like, right, it's got a little bit more of yeah. almost like a yeasty taste a little bit. That's what I get out of it when I drink it, at least. Yeah, it has a little bit more of that. And it's 
for me, it's too clean sometimes, the Irish whiskey. Oh, okay. Like, cool. it doesn't have enough personality to it. It's like, that's why people like it, though. They're like, oh, this is smooth. I'm like, I like my whiskey to kind of, like, whack me in the face before I drink it. You know, it's like. You like the biting it. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I've never been a uh, Irish whiskey drinker. No? But, yeah, what about, like, yeah. uh, Jameson? That seems to be the staple. No. No, I, I have a couple of single malt Irish whiskeys, but um, there I just have them as part of a, you know, filling out a collection. I don't ever opt to take them to drink them. I mean, they're good. It's not like, um, like I don't I don't know if this is really science, but it, I feel like when you have a really heavy peated uh, whiskey like Scotch, the longer it sits, the more the flavors meld. Oh, okay. With Irish whiskey, after a couple of years of sitting in. Uh, it's usually American bourbon oak that they, oak. yeah, that yeah. they they reuse the bourbon barrels, and after a couple of years of that, it doesn't really change much. Like it, it, se- it levels out. It levels out, and it seems to stay the same. Oh, okay, but interesting. That's that's my my recollection of it, anyways. Yeah, I'll have to try. I'll have to compare it and and try try it on with a current palette and see how it appeals to me. If it appeals to me or not. Hmm, there you go. Yeah. Well, I'm really looking forward to our our upcoming episodes. If anybody has any ideas, shoot them out to us. If you have any uh, particular drinks that you're interested in, let us know. Tom is also an amazing mixologist, so uh, hopefully he'll have one of his girly mixed drinks on for us and we can tease him about it. I'll tell. Uh, well, that that's what we should do. Is one of my one of the episodes is on uh, our Thursday drink at work day. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> at my office. There you go. The last time he made me something called a toasted marshmallow. Oh, that's right. I forgot about yep, that one. That's a good one. So, looking forward to it, Tom. Thanks, Ian. Thanks for setting up this, and I'm looking forward to it too. Yeah, everybody, listen in, and we'll have our first episode after this coming up soon. 